evening, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dungeons and Distractions. I'm your DM, Webby. Joining me tonight, we got Anthony. Hello, I'm Anthony. I play Astonis. We have Edquist live from his car. Hey, guys. I'm Rob, and I play Quentin. And we got Donnie. Hi. I am Zambar. We got Austin. Hey, Austin. I'm Talon. Badass kitty cat. My name's Adane. And we got Devin. I'm Devin, and my starter Pokemon is a pseudo. Wait, wait, wrong thing. I'm Devin, and I play Tez. <laughs> Get off Pokemans. I'm not playing Pokemon. I, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> you, and your starter Pokemon was pseudo wood? Yeah, pseudo wood. Yeah. Devin, because, Why? because you, you were probably the most excited last session. What happened last session? Why was I excited last session? Oh my god, you already forgot. Because you guys broke me, and you finally got somebody as an NPC to go with you on a quest. We got the chef, man. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. Now the chef will never help you guys ever again, I because mean, you've be, already forgotten about that. Webby, a lot's happened, okay? I'm a, I'm a whole new person. I barely am even the same Devin that was here last time. A lot's happened. Astonished, you know what, happened, what happened I've been last time? What happened last time? So, we decided, well, Astonis got visited by Bale, uh, and basically said I had to go kill someone, and then, but it, uh, someone actually works at the prison that uh, Tez's friend was being held, so we decided to go there, and we gathered up people to go, which included our wonderful, powerful chef. Uh, and we Order the cosmic spoon, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, we basically just killed people. He kept stuffing their bodies in a bag. Not completely sure. I want to know where that meat's going. Um, and then we killed who we needed to kill and I think I think we did leave or were we about to leave? I don't remember that part. Well, we you guys went up the left-hand corridor. There was uh, more to do and Tez, then we decided Tez, we were going to do more stuff, I think, right? Tez rescued his friend uh, Lucy from the prison and right across from Lucy's prison. cell was the guard captain that you were tasked with killing, which Mm -hmm. which you guys did. I remember. And then we ran into a certain someone that Austin knows. Oh, right. You guys technically, you, you technically, you guys left off last session, heading back towards uh, the entrance where you were going to meet bail and get teleported out. Um, Teleport me to there. But you did have another corridor that you guys said you probably would end up uh, clearing. So what I'm going to do is going pretty much in the order that was cleared last time. Tez, you usually you you took the front last time along, uh, followed closely by the chef, who was essentially just opening up all the cell doors and letting all the prisoners out. Uh, with their magic spoon. The shoof. Uh, Astonis, you can follow a little ways back and along with Quentin because uh, okay. you, guys, you guys stayed at a more safer distance. So I will say uh, to expedite it, uh, I showed you last time after the recording was done, but this time I will show you the whole area. As you guys round the corner and free more prisoners, 
Um, in the very last cell, Tez, you'll come across a Kenku. Uh, an odd-looking Kenku to you, because this Kenku had antlers. Uh, and as you're kind of regarding this Kenku, the chef comes over and smacks the door. And has the, the door unlocks and opens up. Uh, what would you what would you do at this point? I'll look at the Kenku. You good? Uh the Kenku is just gonna look kind of shiftily at you and the chef and nod slowly. Thumbs up. Alright then. Alright, it'll on your way, my man. All right. Uh, the Kenku will leave the cell, uh, and in doing so, Astonis, I believe you're the only person who actually knows who this person is, or has seen this person before. Um, uh, do I see this person now? You will now see the Kenku with antlers leaving the jail cell. Okay. What are you willing to let me do, like time-wise, action-wise? I mean. Uh, you have. I'll let you. You can take an action. I can take an action. Okay. Yep. Give me a second. Give me a second. Uh, you will notice. Um, I won't even make a, a perception check on this. You will notice this Kenku is walking with a limp, and has a small little wooden stick, essentially to help him walk, uh, which he did not have prior. Uh, question. Would mm-hmm. a Kenku be considered a humanoid creature? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, that's a level f- five. Well, maybe I can just use a level four spell instead. Yeah, do that. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast a uh, uh, water spear on him. <laughs> okay. Uh, is that a saving throw or anything? Uh, Let's see. Yeah, let me see. He has to make a strength saving throw. Oh, that's not going to be great. I'm assuming he's not considered a huge or larger creature. No, he's okay. medium. Well, it's not bad on the die, but that's... Uh... My DC is at 18. Oh, okay, because he rolled an 18, but he has a negative one strength modifier, so it's technically a 17. Okay, cool. So he's stuck in the sphere. So, uh, Tez, you just released this Kenku, and now you see Astonis cast water sphere and trap this Kenku in a giant dome of water. And the chef looks very confused. Uh, I'm just gonna look. I'm gonna look. I'm still looking at the Kenku, and, and I'm just gonna say, "We've met before. Did not go well." But he said he was good. I'm. I'm saying he's not. What do you do? Uh, I'm just gonna tell the group what happened. I'm not. I'm not gonna recount it because I. I'm actually not 100% sure I remember everything. What did you recount I did, real quick? The, the Kenku, before uh, that happens, is going to look back at Tez and, in Astonis's voice, say, 
we met before did not end well. How can he talk? How can the Kenku talk into the through the water? Okay, yeah, okay. That's what you get. Uh, the last time they saw this Kenku, they were trying to rescue. I believe it was when they were trying to rescue Iroh. Uh, and the Kenku was there, and they got into a scuffle because the Kenku and Talon have a history, uh, and it resulted in the Kenku fleeing the the scene. Didn't the Kenku attack us at the end when where we ended up dropping the meteor on it? Also? Yes. Yeah, that was that was your first time ever encountering this Kenku. <clears throat> so, is the chat accurate? Um, technically, yes. Uh, well, no, he wasn't technically hired to assassinate anyone. He was hired to kidnap Iroh. He would, 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 but before that, when he attacked us at the inn, he was hired to do that, wasn't he? Yeah, that was when he was trying to. He, they were trying to get Iroh at that point. Oh, you guys just happened to be there and had to be dealt with. I have one question. Yes, I mean no. This is oh. the group. I have I have one question. Has anyone just tried paying him not to try to kill you guys anymore? I'm not going to pay him. I mean, that's usually I, like I, the go-to move. If mercenaries are hired to kill you, you just... No, the go-to move is when mercenaries are hired to kill you, you kill them before they kill you. Well, evidently, this has been a multiple occurrence thing. You failed numerous times. Um, So, the easier solution would just be to pay him and, pay him and leave you alone. Or better yet, Webby, can you hear me through the orb? Uh, it's probably muffled. Mm. Like, if you're underwater trying to hear things. Okay. I was just gonna try to, um, make a connection and say, like, look, I mean, you're, somebody's gone. Um, you're, you're in a position, like, this is not a good position for you to be in. We let you go. You never take a job against us again. You're just going to trust his word on that? This I mean, dude this dude killed Zidane. I don't think uh, Talon I mean, would appreciate me just letting him go. Zidane. I mean, and Zidane's a friend of mine. Don't get me wrong. He goes back in his... He goes back to the Feywild. He's okay. I get it. It's not really my business. He doesn't really have... I don't have issues with him. That's all I'm saying. All I'm I saying agree. is this, guys. I, I can understand that. I've... Definitely let people go when I had no business with them, so uh, uh, that's fine. But I'm still only going to bring him to Talon. I think Talon deserves to have a, a word with him. At this point in the conversation, the Kenku had been struggling in this water sphere and has managed to get out of it and land on his feet, coughing up water. It says any creature that re- restrained is not prone if it, if it breaks out of it. That's fine. Okay, then he's prone, coughing up water. Yeah, he's down on his hands and knees. I'm like Air Pagman back. Exhale. 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 There you go. There you go. 
can okay so i'm assuming that he he what happened was he walked out of the cage here somewhere right that was uh the fifth roll austin uh yeah when, oh you're asking where he here? is yeah he's like right here Tez is, probably, Tez is probably right behind him, and your water sphere was probably hovering somewhere above him. That's fine. So I, I'm assuming, like, I would probably be at a well. I probably was at a distance. Came came up to closer to Tez to actually talk to him, right? Yeah. So now I'm bro. fairly close to this guy again. Yep. And Quentin, you heard? Oh, Quentin's not in here, so that's fine. Okay. He he, he um, would be privy to all this information afterwards. That's fine. So I'm just gonna make sure he can't pass me. Uh, is he still holding his stick? Uh, currently, yeah. You see him trying to stand back up on his good leg. Can I kick the stick? Go ahead. Okay. I won't even. I, I won't even make a roll. Uh, you kick the stick out from underneath him, and he collapses back to the floor with a. Thump. I'm gonna. I'm gonna need you to stay down there until we figure out what we're going to do with you. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. Once I kick the stick out of his hands, he's back on the floor, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay, so fine. We'll play a little nice for Tez then. Why were you sent to uh, grab Iro? And why are you here in this prison now? Uh, I can't go look up at you and say job opportunity. And then there's a pause and then he says wrong place, wrong time. And he gestures to the jail. Mm -hmm. And what happened? And I'm going to point to his Bad leg, I guess, and point there. Um, injury. Right. So you didn't actually tell us who hired you to go after Iro, did you? Mm. Uh, let me roll. Do not know. Can I, roll, can I roll insight on that one? Sure. Come on. Plus one. Atticus. Uh, you, well, you get advantage. Advantage, yep. 26. <laughs> Seems to be telling the truth. What are you planning to do if we don't kill you here? Uh, flee. And then? Mm, you seem kind of taking a moment to think. Uh, heal. And what happens once you're done healing? Work. Hmm. 
I'm gonna have to go ahead and bind his hands, Webby. I won't kill you. I will let someone else decide that one. This Kenku just arches an eyebrow at you. Oh, don't worry. You, you, you've met him before. Just this look of defeat kind of comes over his face, and he kind of turns his head back and looks at Tez, but makes no movement to run. I would have been say, I tried. I tried. I, I'm I'm not killing him. You you succeeded, Tez. So kudos. And uh, can we drag him to where we're supposed to meet? Yep. Okay. And you guys will start dragging him towards the entrance. Uh, let's cut over to. Oh wait, hold on. Be- oh. uh, before that, uh, I want to search him. Make sure he doesn't have any weapons or items on him. Okay. Uh, as you kind of pat him down once you restrain him, he is literally wearing just a set of robes, some like cloth pants, and his walking stick. Um, you do know he is a magic user, mm-hmm. and that he had several goodies at one point, but presumably they were taken when he was incarcerated. Okay. Uh, can I ready an action? If, okay. Because uh, from past experience, I think... Would I know if he... Oh, well, how long ago was this since we met? Uh, since, since the first time or the second time you guys ran into him? Second time. Second time you guys ran into him? Was probably ah oh, man. I have okay, to well, see let, it at least let me let me, let me tell you why I want to. Uh, I'll ask, and then you can go from there. So I'm assuming since the last time we saw him, I witnessed him cast his magic, right? Yep. So so I would know if he requires somatic gestures or anything like that. I'm basically trying to. Determine, you know enough. Like, you know enough about magic that. There are some spells that require hand gestures. Some that are just purely v- verbal. Okay, uh, that's true. Then, if I sense, can I just ready an action? If I sense him casting a spell, I don't know if, if I would be able to sense that or not. What are you readying? Uh, probably of. T- uh, Talks it, hideous laughter. Because if you ready a spell, oh, that's right. Essentially, it, it, that's going to ready for about six seconds worth of time before you expend the spell slot. Um, I mean, well, okay. Well, I'm next if you, him, if you so have any, if you have any spells that are reactionary, those you could do if you see him trying to do something. React. Uh, I don't know if I have, if I have any reaction type spells that are offensive. Uh. But while you, while you look that up, yes, you can you can be on the offensive or on the defensive with this Kenku. Uh, he does not seem to be putting up any fight. Uh, 
It does not seem that he is strong enough to really struggle, and he is very much out outnumbered. So uh, okay, I'm just gonna ready. If I sense him doing something, well, I'm gonna hit him with my staff in the head. Okay. Um. So as you guys make your way back towards the prison entrance, let's cut over to Talon and Zanbar. So both of you were, you guys, the last thing that happened was you guys were having a conversation in the town square while the albino tiefling was addressing the city of Cairn or whoever gathered uh, to do so. And Talon, you noticed that Tusk was no longer with you. And you had left the inn with her, um, met up with the group, and then she was gone. Uh, where would you two have... Pr- presumably, you two would have gone off looking for her. More yeah, so, Talon and Zanbar probably would have just followed Talon, not thinking it'd be safe to be alone at that point. Uh, something right. I, I don't remember is, is Zidane with Tusk, or was he with the group, and then Tusk would disappear? He was Zidane with, with me. Yeah, so, Zidane's with you. Okay. Yeah, I would uh, just, like, start, I probably just started looking right there and kind of uh, just, like, yelling for her eventually, looking through the crowds and stuff and moving through probably away from the group. Okay. Um, looking around, you you wouldn't see anything. Um, and, and yelling for her and looking, you don't get any replies as far as you know her yelling back. Uh, the last thing you you do remember her saying to you was that she wasn't going to let you lose the city or your city or your home. I don't remember how she phrased it. Uh. So you can use that information as you would. Uh, I'm going to kind of concentrate on the gauntlet and like rub my forearm where it's at and see if I can gleam anything. Um, As you concentrate on this, the the bracer, you feel the heartbeat in it. And it's beating fast. you also feel it kind of you're not sure how you can describe it but you sense it coming eastward but the distance is increasing between you two oh shit uh i'm just going to take off okay Zambar, do you do you follow yeah yeah. All right. So I see him yelling, and he just takes off. I'll, yeah, I'll chase him. All right. Uh, after a good sprint through the through the town, Talon, you know some of the back alleys to avoid the busy main streets and not having to, you know, work your way through people. Mm-hmm. Um, after probably about ten minutes of good solid running, you come up to one of the gates. And there's a guard just standing there. Uh, can I see out past the gate, or is it like a like a drawbridge drawbridge type thing? 
No, I mean it, it's it's a solid wooden gate. It's one of those. It's it's one of the main gates where you'd have to open it to see out. Otherwise, you okay. could go up to the wall like you always have before. Uh, I'll ask. Did did Tusk come through here? I don't know what's a tusk. Uh, I just uh, run up the tower to look out out the over the so wall. You, all right, so you run up to the top of the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you run up to the top of the wall, you look out. Roll me a perception check. Oh boy. Nineteen. Uh, you do see. Not sprinting, but you do see Tusk on horseback riding out towards this massive orc encampment. Wow. Oh, I yell for Tusk! You don't see any type of acknowledgement. Oh, God. Open the gate! Yeah. Uh... I yell to him to open the gate and I start coming back down. Okay. Uh, the guard will kind of look at you and say, I, uh, I don't think we're supposed to. Okay, Zambar, open the gate. Oh, yeah, Ooh. I was going to say, if, he's, if he hesitates, I'll just start opening it. <laughs> This guard just looks and... And I look him dead just, in his face while I'm doing it. He just sees this massive dragonborn opening this gate, and he's just standing there looking. as like, well... I don't want to uh, look at him. I, don't I, say, didn't, I didn't open the gate. We'll close <laughs> it behind us. Okay, that I can probably do. And as soon as there's enough for me to get through, I'm through. Okay. And moving as fast as I can. Is there any horses around here? Uh, not immediately. It, within, on my way-ish at all? I mean, you would have probably passed a couple stray horses, but that was as you were running to the wall. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't you know. Fi- you, you figure Tusk probably stole a horse to do this. Well, okay, then can I retroactively steal a horse? Nope. Or, no, okay, then I'm running. <laughs> okay. Son of a bitch, I'm running too. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, Zadane, and then I'm gonna point and I'm gonna say, get its leg and uh, point forward. (laughs) Okay, uh, so Zadane, being a bit faster than you, uh, takes off sprinting at a a dead sprint. And I did explain that Tusk was not sprinting on this horse, she was just riding. Out towards this orc army. Mm-hmm. So you do see Zidane's gap closing. Um, he is gaining on her. She is none the wiser as of right now. Uh, uh, and- both Talon and Zanbar, roll me perception checks as you guys are now essentially running in the direction of this orc army. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, Talon. I believe it was you who saw this last time, too. Uh, You do see a smaller orc figure. Just, you can barely pick it out of the crowd of orcs. And it has a longbow that stands taller than they are. And they're just knocking an arrow, firing. 
You see it whiz through the air. It just lands like 20 feet away from Tusk. Then they knock another one. Just flies through the air. Lands 10 feet away from Tusk. You can tell you've been around archers long enough. They're they're trying to gauge distance and speed. Mm. Like these aren't warning shots. I'm going to whistle as loud as I can. Try to get Tusk one more time. Come back. No reaction. Um, With that same perception check, you will see a much larger orc kind of as soon as the archer raises the arrow again, the larger orc slaps the bow down, takes the arrow off of it, snaps it in half, and makes a gesture you can't hear anything because you're too far away. But then a warg kind of sprints through the crowd of orcs and he just jumps on it while it's moving and he starts riding out towards Tusk. Uh, you do recognize this orc as the one that you fought. All right. Still just pushing. Okay. Uh, both Talon and Zamvar, roll me constitution saving throws. Oh, uh, I'm assuming my aura counts. Is, is the Paladin aura all the time for saves? Mm, I think so. So that's a plus three to whatever I roll, unless you know how to do No, I'll that. just add it. Oh, God. All right. That was not, right. not great. So you guys are running, and I mean Zambar, you're in you're in heavy armor. Uh, you're starting to get a little tired from this, uh, but you see yourself starting to like catch up to Talon. Like Talon just seems like he's struggling with this run. Maybe he took off too fast and essentially, you know, burnt himself out too quickly. He I'm wasn't still, pacing himself. Still wore out from getting my ass kicked earlier. Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe that too. Uh, so essentially, after a couple moments, you're running side by side now. At this point, um, I'm just cursing under my breath the whole time. A couple more moments go by. Talon, you look up, and Zidane lunges through the air and just grabs a hold of the rear haunches of this horse and just literally tackles the horse and tusks to the ground. Maybe uh, now we catch her. All, all of them just kind of rolling and stumbling. Uh, and the horse gets up and starts sprinting away. And the the orc that was riding on the warg had no weapons brandished until just now. Hmm. You, He saw a panther essentially tackle the horse and this orc to the ground and he draws a, a warhammer. I whistle back for Zidane to come to me. Uh, what's Zidane's perception? Uh, he has an advantage on perception checks that have to do with sound, I think. Let me make sure. It might just be smell. Uh, he has a plus four to perception checks. And oh no, a plus seven to perception checks. 
and keen smell. So no, not on sound. Okay. Uh, as you whistle, um, you look inside in, just he's standing back up and he's just kind of sh- shaking himself off. Uh, and then his ear perches just a little bit and he looks back and looks at Tusk and then looks back at you and then starts running back towards you. And after a couple more moments, you will be able to catch up with Tusk. All right. What are you doing? You got to come back. Right now, I'm brushing myself off because you just didn't tackle me. Well, you don't listen. Yeah, neither do you. All right. So we have to use force. Sorry. Look, you can't do this. What are you? What are you even planning? She looks at you and then looks at this orc and warg that are incoming. Uh, and you see the the warg; they're coming up fast, like they're about to be there. And he just literally kicks his foot up and over and jumps off this warg and starts running. Zambar puts himself between those two and that guy coming up. Uh, the warg will split off to the right to slow down, and the orc's run kind of turns into a jog and then into, you know, a fast walk because of the speed that he jumped off this warg on. Uh, he looks at Zambar and just kind of arches an eyebrow and then just tries to move past Zambar towards Talon and Tusk. I mean, I won't physically stop him, but I'm still keeping myself at distance in case. Okay. Um, Talon. Uh-oh. Tusk is going to look at you. She's going to say, Talon? Uh, meet dead whoa and she just kind of arches an eyebrow look over to him look to Zambar his jaw's on the ground (laughs) look back to Tusk and uh, kind of rub the back of his head like an anime character uh uh, yeah, we met. Yeah, I know you told me. And I told you I wasn't going to let anything happen to your home. Uh, well, I didn't know that he was... Um, Tusk, look, still, I don't, you don't have... There's got to be a reason you don't want to be involved with them why you left. No offense, I looked at him. But, um, I mean, am I right? He wasn't the reason I left. It was the clans in general. You know, I, I'm kind of like you, Talon. I mean, how are you? How are you perceived when you visit elves? 
Mm. Not as not as good as my brother. Exactly. <clears throat> I mean, I get that, but I, this is a war. Is this really something you think you can stop? That you can help by yourself and without telling us? I might not be able to stop all the clans, but I was hoping I could at least bend his ear to it. She looks back at the other orc shaman. Uh, Talon kind of thinks this over for a second and he says, I mean, maybe I should have just trusted you more, Tusk. I shouldn't have. But I, you should at least let me be here by your side. As you're having this conversation with Tusk, this very large, imposing orc is just staring at both of you and then looks over at Zambar and just rises an eyebrow like, is this what I think it is? Ow. <laughs> Zambar is just awkwardly standing there, half stuck between do I need my weapon out? Are we gonna fight? And what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, he's pretty confused, just staring. Alright, look, let's, look, I'm gonna follow your lead. The, the larger orc will step forward. And and look at you, Talon. <sighs> mm. You didn't. Hmm. Well, I you understand. There's a lot of things I want to say right now. Correct. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> and some of these things, I understand, you would have no idea what they even mean. And you would have no reason to have brought them up. Like, you could have told me that she was in that city with you. But you didn't know. Right. I knew she was in there. I didn't know you knew her. I didn't know it mattered to you. It meant the world to me. He froze his eyebrow at you at that. (laughs) Just smile at it. He'll lower his maul and extend his hand to you. Same. Shake it. Devrak. Talon. Yeah, I know. You told me already. Yeah. Well, now you... This is the real me. Smile again. He's going to look at Tusk and say, did you have to pick such a weak one? Hmm. I mean, aren't there sturdier stuff? He gestures at Zanbar. This one looks sturdier. Uh, Technically, she didn't know him first. Well, you understand that this puts a complication on things. Oh, I think... Well, I, I just... Uh, Talon, like, 
thinks about it like he's about to open his mouth to talk and then stops and then just looks at the tusk. Tusk just stands there kind of half smirking. And Devrak looks at you and says, I can speak to my elders. And I can give you my word that at least those who are loyal to me won't storm your city in the allotted 24 hours that we had agreed upon. I cannot say the same for the Blood Rage clan who are on their way here. They just got done sacking, from what I heard, the Elvish city. And you're the next closest conquest. Um, I, um, how many how many people is, is your city full essentially how much room do you have to spare in your city Talon um shit um what uh what do you need room for are you talking about bringing your people in at least some. You offered yesterday the idea of us working together. Uh, yeah. Yes, I think we can. Uh, we can arrange that for people now, to. Stay. Now, Talon, roll me an in- intelligence check, real quick. Okay. Uh, Zambar, roll me an intelligence check real quick. Okay. Yep. Yep. Devin knows what's up. Well, well right. I got advantage just because, right? No, yeah, no. memory has advantage. I ate it. Tusk can roll intelligence. <laughs> she knows what's up in the city. No, I'm just going to let this one go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. Efficient poll. I'll go back. I'll speak with my people. Again, I can't. I, I don't believe that the whole clan will follow. Not that they're not loyal, but they believe in the greater cause. So, uh, give us a few hours and those seeking aid or seeking to give aid will come out 
to where we fought. Uh, I'll nod and uh, say this is going to be great strides for both of our people. Uh, Tusk is going to look at Devrak and say and what of Grishka? You're going to see like this look of concern come over Devrak's face. I'll say uh, she'll do as she's told. And Talon, you're able to piece together that that's most likely the archer. The yeah. smaller female orc that was shooting arrows at pretty much everybody. <laughs> uh, the orc will whistle. And the warg will come up. And he'll hop on it. And just kind of... He'll give a nod to Zanbar. Give like a small sigh to Tusk. And then he looks at Talon and just furrows his eyebrow. <laughs> and just a turns smile. and rides away. Did not acknowledge you. <laughs> I see ya. Nice to meet you. Fuck. That went bad. Now look at Tusk. I mean, that went better than I thought it would. He could have killed you. Well, considering uh, the first time he kicked my ass. <laughs> he could have yeah, killed me. Yeah, I guess you're twice. right. Yeah, he could have killed me twice. Yeah, and now we don't have a horse. Is it, I was start walking back towards it, the city. Is the horse dead? No, it ran off. Oh. Well, <laughs> at least it's free now. And Tom I mean, looks it, off into the in this, yeah. <laughs> You look off into the distance and you see just an arrow plunge into this horse and then some orcs and wargs ride over and start dragging it back to camp. I want that one's life, Tusk, and not tell your dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you guys all make your way back to the city? Yeah, uh, Talon a little bit uh, brighter spirits. Okay. His, his idea might be working. Uh, as you guys make it to probably about 50 feet towards the, uh, the exit gate to Cairn, still outside the gates, uh, there's a thin red line that just kind of emanates in in midair, and it spirals open into what looks like a fiery doorway. Uh, and then it snaps shut, and standing there, you'll see Tez, Quentin, Astonis, uh, Shamash, the druid, who can't hit anything for his own life. Uh, you'll see the chef from the inn, Talon. You'll see Bale. And more importantly, Zanbar, you'll see Bale, who's a demon. Okay. Uh, and Talon, you'll see Astonis essentially holding his, his staff above the head of this Kenku with antlers who are currently tied up. Uh, Talon's eyes go wide, and just I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at Talon like surprise. You deal with them, and I'm gonna like kind of nudge him forward towards Talon, and then finally put my hands down because they're probably tired from holding him up so long. 
when Astonis nudges him forward, Talon, like, in the same motion, lifts up his leg and uh, Spark kicks him in the chest. Did he kick him back at me? Because we're not, we're not doing ping pong here. I'm, not- <laughs> I'm trying to kick him down to the ground. Uh, yeah, no. Um, Astonis will shove him forward. You Spartan kick him in the chest, and he'll go back into the group and nice. fall onto the ground in between Quentin, Tez, the chef, pretty much right in the middle of all of them. Just yeah, I'm gonna have to say I probably have my halberd drawn and pointed at the demon. I I just I feel like yeah. I don't know. I know this ain't great, but that's what I think. Yeah. Do. Well, but this demon looks you straight in the eye and just smirks. All right, I start slowly approaching him. Uh, I'm gonna look over at Bell. Hey, we're we're done here, right? Uh, yes. You brought me my proof, right? Yeah, here, and I, I toss him the head. <laughs> you see Astonis toss. All right. Uh, I, now have, I now have two people that are potential targets. I take a step where they're both in my line of sight. Yeah, like, you see you see Astonis toss this demon just a severed head. Like, I'm taking steps towards this uh, Kinku that I kicked down, and I just picture Astonis throws the head, and it, like, turns and faces Talon as it's going past, and his head just follows it as it goes towards Bale. He's just, oh, what the fuck? Okay, I need to ask, what are Quentin and Tez doing at this point? Not Tez helping. Is, Tez is making sure that Talon doesn't go too far with killing the Kinku. Uh, yeah. I mean, once the Kinku fell and I saw that he was approaching Bale, I would have gone up to him and been like, listen, normally I'd be standing right here next to you, but I recently talked to someone that convinced me I should give people and he looks at Bale any kind of people the benefit of the doubt until they've been proven evil. Bale looks hurt. I'm giving you the benefit do I get, of the doubt. Do I sense evil from him, Webby? With my I'm gonna use that, my paladin thing. Okay. <laughs> now now remember we talked about that as well. Yeah. Uh yeah. I think I'm supposed to know more than I got last time. Is that what it was? No, I wasn't supposed to give you a, as much as I did. Oh, I thought you, because you explained it with senses and stuff. I thought I was just supposed yeah. to know if they were evil. Well, that's that's what the senses are. It's essentially. Oh, okay. It, it's it's either a foul smell or a uh, a very pleasant sound or taste. Okay. Um, well, well, what's he putting off, bro? Is he is he wearing Gucci? Uh, oddly enough. He, you you stare at this individual, and you do this. I'm going to send this to you on Facebook. All right. Uh, there you go. Um, so Quentin is trying to stand in front of Zanbar, and Tez is allowing Talon to go up to this Kenku, just making sure he doesn't go too far? Yes. I'm just... Okay. Alright. Uh, Anthony, you bound his hands behind his back, I'm guessing? Yeah, because I was behind him. I, so I would have wanted to see his hands. He starts trying to like roll around to get to his knees, and then you see him, and Talon, you'll notice this too, Like he's favoring one leg. Uh and he 
trying to get up to a standing position, putting all of his weight on on one leg. Uh, as I walk up to him and he's like putting his weight on the, I notice that one leg. I want to punch that leg, and then I'm gonna, when you punch his leg, I'm gonna be like kind of step in between and you're like, "Yo, that, that, that's no." That's a bit cold there, buddy. Come on, man. I kind of like... Says the guy who kicked his walking (laughs) stick out from underneath him as he's trying to get up. I I, I say that while twirling his walking stick. Uh, As soon as you punch him in the light, he's going to go back down again to his knees. Just from sheer pain. Um, I'll kind of like look at Tez for a second like in his eyes and then kind of move past and uh, grab the Kinku's antler. And like get into his face, and I'll say, "This is your lucky day. We got bigger things to worry about than you." Uh, and then I like kind of jerk him up to his feet and move towards the gate. Are you like are you dragging him with you or no? Yeah, like I'm taking him with us. As as you're as you're dragging him, because you guys are outside the town town walls right now. Um, as you're dragging him, the Kenku is just gonna say, "Bigger problems, orcs or tiefling." Uh, Talon stops and turns him around again and looks at his face. He's got like one hand on his antler, the other on kind of his shoulder, and kind of cocks his head. Hmm. He'll mimic you and he'll cock his head. I'm stopping from cocking, and I'm holding his hand. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> no. Mm. <laughs> Turn around. This thing might know something. Hmm. You guys got a bag? Well, what are you going to do with the bag? Put it on his head. Why need to put a bag on his head? So people don't see him. If he does know a tiefling, then maybe it's a common enemy. Why don't we just take him back to the inn? Yeah, but I don't want the guards to see him that may be working for Dom. Levy, can I just ca- can I cast Minor Illusion on his face or something? This thing has a name. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yes, you can. Okay. I'll just turn it into a a normal looking average human being or yeah human being I guess that works alright let's cut over this actually hold up did that that thing say he has a name yes oh uh, what is your name a car Uh, do I recognize that name no okay all right. Um, all right, let's cut back over to Quentin and Zanbar. So as I'm talking, as we're talking, I'm listening to this conversation. Did you just call that bird person a thing? Wow, your friends have gotten much more violent since the last time I've made deals with them. Oh... I like He's to gonna squint when he says that. Not long ago, they were giving me slack for violent outburst. <laughs> that were True. arguably justified. You ate. You turned into a frog and yeah. ate somebody. He, he also. Saved, he saved a dwarf. 
I did. I stand and firmly also, behind his also, also got it on purpose. He didn't go in there for the, <laughs> the purpose of saving a door. Oh, is, randomly... is my gut feeling not good enough for you? That's like is my bro, gut that's feeling like not good a, enough? That's like you're trying to rob a bank and someone happened to like stick a person in the bank vault. You're like, oh yeah, okay, no, no, cool. no, no. That's like somebody trying to rob a bank and then somebody was already robbing the bank. So then he comes in with the gun and shoots the bank robber and saves the day. I mean, no, who else, was, who else was robbing Wait. the bank? They were both <laughs> on shoes. <laughs> okay. fine. You just saved him. He got, he was caught. You broke him out. I mean, either way, either, either way you look at it, I saved the life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's more like he went in to rob the bank, found someone trapped in the bank vault, and rescued them. And robbed right. them. <laughs> but, like, he didn't, he didn't go in so there. With the the real, so, of... the real question is this Who's really the villains here? The, the guy that broke into the All bank? Of us. All the of guy us. that broke into the bank? Yeah. Or the bank for keeping, apparently, kidnapping? Everybody the but so the bank Apparently, the main school is in the kidnapping. That's, uh, that's what I'm hearing. It wasn't alive. It was a statue. So, is this all going on right now? <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say, uh, Zanbar having taken his eye off Bale for just a moment, looks back and Bale is standing right next to you, not touching you because he's respecting that part. But he just <laughs> he just looks up at you and says, "Wow, all all this argument." <laughs> Personally, I think the churches would be more into kidnapping. But I looked straight at Talon. <laughs> Just looking right in the face, not saying nothing, just making it awkward. Saying uh, that in front of a paladin—that's smooth talent. But nobody ever accused I mean, talent of being bright. It's kind of along the lines of saying mood would be. <laughs> <laughs> that's also true. Uh, <clears throat> well, so Bale's going to look up at Zambar and say, uh, "My name's Bale." Pleasure yes. to meet you. Uh, I'm sure you don't want to shake my hand. I don't know how we should exchange pleasantries right now. This is kind of awkward. Um, Zambar? Uh, probably not going to shake your hand at this moment. Okay. Well, we'll see uh, if that changes. No disrespect. You do seem different. Hmm. I, I just need to wrap my head around that. He holds up the severed head. I mean, not that different. Okay, that's good. Want to make sure I don't lose too much of myself, I suppose. <laughs> uh, I'm sure this also bothers you, and it might bother you that your friend threw this to me. I assure you, this person was a very bad individual and needed to go. Who threw it to him? Astonis. I look at Astonis questioningly. I, to, to be honest, I didn't know if he was a good person or a bad person. Oh. <laughs> my man. Just close my eyes and take a deep breath. Yo, this man. This man right I mean, here. if you want to get technical, he was holding one of Tez's dear friends in prison. Yeah, but yeah. He, was also, he was also holding, and I'm going to point to the Kenku, this person in prison too. So eh. May I just also like to throw in, from the, the crimes that you guys described to me does not justify the treatment being dealt out. Arguably, we have all done worse things to a variety of people right. across the entirety of the continent. No, I, I, right. I, I agree, and it, right. if we were captured and, and yeah. they did that to us, I would probably like, yeah, uh, well, I kind of deserve it. That's what I was going to say. There's one difference. We didn't get caught. Also, uh, yeah. 
in addition to everybody who popped out, there is an adi- there is another half elf there, Talon. Uh, whoa! Do I know what? this? Wait. This is uh Tez's friend. This, this, yeah, Tez's friend that they broke out. Lucy. 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 Friend? The what? Twenty-four hour friend? I no, like not not the. <laughs> Lucy looks at Te- <laughs> he looks early. at Tez. Twenty-four hour friend. Tez. No. I didn't. I didn't know you were into that kind of stuff. And you. you yeah. Were, you were, though you were know... much more of a gentleman the last time we. Even though I know he's what he's talking, talking about, about and what you're talking about, I still thought Hooker first. He's talking about Liliana. <laughs> Liliana, you. Woman of the night is what they. Yeah, I no, I well. Ignore him. Head. You're 24 hour yeah. friends with Liliana now. I don't. We're well, we gonna all have to do now. some catching up. Just, just ignore everything walking, that comes out of his mouth. Are we walking ignore towards everything the end? that comes yes. out of this man's mouth? We are. Okay. Everybody's walking towards this gate. You guys are about fifty feet away. Lucy, you remember that rule that we had in the group involving you? Yeah, that rule applies to him. Okay, makes sense. What's the rule? He just he Don't gives talent. He just gives talent a nod, like Not an bad. understanding nod. Nod back. Yeah. All right. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Um. So Zanzibar, what were you guys doing outside the gate anyway? He took off, and I pointed Talon. Oh, uh, oh yeah, guys. We're married now. No, but I did didn't you mean... did you challenge someone again and lose? <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't know these traditions yet, but apparently that guy there that I fought and that got my ass handed to me was Tusk's dad. I'm going to look over at Tusk. Look back at Austin. Oh, look shit. At Austin Talon. I cover the uh, Kinkus where I think his ears are. <laughs> so, uh, the Kinku will just reply as soon as you try to cover his ears. Uh, no sense in covering. I know more than you think. Uncover his ears. Thank you. So you went to take a trip to meet Tusk's dad? I'm not. I still don't understand why you were out there. Seems seems like <laughs> it went well. I'm gonna look Tusk? over at Tusk. Look over at Tusk since he's not he's not dead. I I can't imagine him approving though. Eh. That part I don't know. But apparently Tusk just gained us some more allies. Tusk. Is what he's saying true, or the uh, exaggerating? Uh, no, that's pretty spot on. Some what of the did, orcs. What I, in, the, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not sure it'll make a difference. But what does your father want in in return? Um, nothing. I mean, safe, a safe place for the people who choose to. Come with him. I look at I look at Quentin when she says that. Uh, yeah. So wait, well, wait. So your father brought a bunch of orcs, and they they could pretty much take the city, and now they're just gonna suddenly join <laughs> us. Well, not all of them are gonna join. That's the problem. Um, you see, the orcs have three major clans. There are minor clans, 
but there are the three major clans. Uh, there's the Stormstrike clan, which is my father. There's the Blackblade clan, which Talon, you would know that was Kilgore's last clan name. Yeah, when she says the, uh, the what was it? Blackblade. Blackblade clan, I'll say uh, Kilgore. Uh, was that the one we killed um, a while back? Yeah. And then there's the Blood Rage clan, which they're they're the more brutal, savage clans. Where are each of these clans now? I mean, obviously we know where one of them is. Well, uh, Go ahead. Blood, Blood Rage is on their way here from Renesta. Yeah. So apparently they were successful in uh, their pillage on Renesta. And now they're coming here because this is the next place and they're only getting bigger. So. Mm-hmm. And the Black Blades, I believe, last last I knew, were divided amongst the islands. They just they were leaderless, so they decided to just go and do whatever they wanted, wherever they wanted. They didn't stay united as a clan. So we may see. We're still probably going to need kind of motion towards uh, Tez, his other friend. But they're also gaining an army, too. Wait, wait. So you're saying, he points to Tez, like a portion of your father's clan is coming into the city to help us? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good luck with that. Talent. Yeah, you do realize that our pale friend is not going to let them in. You do yeah. realize a, a lot of people are not going to want to let them in. Yeah. Uh, Quentin and Astonis and Tez all roll me intelligence checks. Sure thing! It's not uh-huh. my jam, but I'm going to roll it because I'm going to roll amazing and I feel really good about myself tonight, so we're going to roll intelligence checks right now and it's going to be... Oh, wow. I don't know shit. You're so smart. Watch how smart I am, boys. You smart. You so smart. Kind of smart. Right. Smarter than me by one point. <laughs> oh wait, that was invest. Wait, mine was investigation, not intelligence. Hold on. Oh. Uh, well, they seem have the same modifier. If you want to just use that. Okay. One. Uh, Quentin. In addition to the Dom not wanting them in the city ordeal. You're not sure how many of these orcs are going to fit, seeing as though the refugees you brought into the city, the city, they've tried accommodating. They've already outstretched the walls. They've mm. It's been under constant construction to try to give people homes. Some people are still sleeping in the streets because there is no physical place to put them. Because, uh. specifically because of the orc attacks pushing everybody inward. Um, so he's going to say, also, how many rooms does this end of yours have? Because he's going to point out the people, like, sleeping in the street. I don't know. 
What else? What else can we do though? We need them, right? I looked at Tez. Don't we need them? I mean, we need all the help we can get. We, I mean, I, in terms of, there's a lot of logistical issues about letting them in the city, but I, I'm not. I'm obviously not against it, but. <sighs> I mean, we can make room in the inn as much as we can. People can sleep on the floor. It's times of war. It's not going to be comfortable. I agree. I, I realize that, but it's already to the point where it's uncomfortable. Like, the churches have packed in as many people as they can. I don't know. Maybe the mage school has room, but I doubt it. Stick them in the vault. She found the last guy. Well... I mean, we could. There's probably room at Tom Hall, Town Hall. Knowing Dom, he wouldn't have let refugees in there. But that's the conversation we're going to have to have with him, as well as letting them through the gate. Yeah. Not only that, well, we also have the uh, apothecary, and Talon kind of chokes up at that. Um, but it seems like we're going to have to talk to Dom, or Arthur at least. Oh, when he mentions Arthur, I'm like, oh, Talon about that, and I'll explain to him that we found his house kind of... Wait, was it ransacked, or just he was just missing? It was just empty. Everything was gone. Yeah, uh, everything was gone at his house, including Arthur. And if if I remember correctly, the last time we took him there, he wasn't feeling well. Wasn't he training with somebody the last time I seen him? Yeah, when you and Trip went. But yeah. so now it's, we went again to talk to him, and it was em- his house was empty, like all his stuff. Was Wait, gone. no, I thought I thought the last time we, uh, like all of us saw him, was that he felt sick at the meeting, and then uh, Talon took him home. And then I, I think me and Trip went back. Oh, okay, and sorry. He, I, he was training with somebody. I think. No, I that, think the tra- I think the training thing happened first. Okay, so he was feeling bad, and then he was gone. Well, now he's gone. His house is completely empty. Oh, have, has anybody talked to Andis? No, but I, I did run into another friend of yours. Oh yeah, um, his name was his name was Tez. Then his name was Clinton. your name. What? Then Astonis called him Joe. They met Joe. Joe. Where the fuck is Joe? We haven't seen Joe since he fought the fuck that big skeleton thing. Yeah, he's he's off just being Joe, pretty much. Did you tell him about Alyssa? Who's did Alyssa? I, I, I thought I told him about... Did I tell him about Alyssa? No, I don't think so. I, I was the only I, one to talk to him at length, and yeah, I, I was I was I didn't... That's right, I didn't actually meet them. You, They met them, yeah, right. We could have used him. I asked him about helping, but he said he was... I don't remember. He either said he was already helping in his own way or that he had other things he had to do that were more important. But he did give us these magic peas, and I'll hold one up. I'll look at the pea. It looks like a pea. Hand it back. Oh. Actually, I'm just kind of assuming they're magic. He just gave me three peas. I eat it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, do you? No. Okay. Not at the moment, anyway. I may later. Well, is, I mean, you can count. I mean, this is the guy that cut his own arm off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, what should we do first? There's a lot. Let's get our friend back to our place first. Yeah. Let's, figure, let's get that out of the way. Um, Bale's going to look up at Zambar and say, I don't think they're talking about me. We're not. Well, see how they see how Sam they just looks at Bale. <laughs> see, I help them out a lot, and this is how they treat me. Oh, hey, Bale. I just noticed you. <laughs> Bale starts to laugh. <laughs> hey, Bale. Bale's going to slowly take out his violin and start playing a very sad. He pulls out his violin and it slowly starts getting tinier and tinier and tinier. Yep. He's just playing the world's smallest violin. Just... Yep. And he's just going to <laughs> slowly wander off. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to make but... and pat him on the back. Like, sorry. Sorry, I was fighting a beetle mid sentence on that. I had a flush in. <laughs> we we get beetles every once What'd you say, Tez? I said, we're still on for later. I don't know what later was. Me either, but I figured we could do something. Yeah, just he's he's just trying to horrify Zambar is what he's doing, that's all. I don't, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want your guys' weekly poker pity. Game. I don't want your guys' pity friendships. Well, you can help us again if you want. I mean, you get me. Bill just opens up his f- flaming doorway and steps through it. Uh, hey, before you go, could you do something about that body upstairs? It's not, it's, it's like creepy to walk by a dead body every day. Zambar is just like, this is the group you that closed what? the portal. Which body? Uh, your friend Trip. He's still. You all sit up, Trip's body upstairs. <laughs> I don't know. What, who took, who took it last? I don't remember. I don't. Did you, you had... die yesterday? Something. <laughs> oh, somebody came and got to his body. I thought Bale took it to his body already. He was yeah. gonna, but you guys asked to leave, have him yeah. left there in his room so that Tess and and Talon and everybody could say goodbye. Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, go go say goodbye, <laughs> so then you can deal with it. <laughs> I don't think anybody's at, Talon hasn't been upstairs since. You know how hard you know how hard it's gonna be to rent that room <laughs> out now. Actually, you have been upstairs since Trip died because you. I was wondering what that you smell you is. were talking with Tusk and you spent the night with Tusk. Nobody across the me. across the hall from Trip's dead body. <laughs> well, hope it was entertaining. <laughs> oh my god, Trip, Trip's Boy, ghost shit. body was watching the entire time. My man, <laughs> he was under the bed. The body. <laughs> can, we just, can we just keep Trip's body and just play a game where, like, we, we sleep? Somebody just slides him under the bed. Wake up <laughs> the morning, like, god damn it! I thought his body was <laughs> in the demon. Oh, that's so fucked up. <laughs> Did his no, no, because he wasn't. Fully, you, I mean, it's it's not explained, but he did not just turn into Icar. Right. Webby, Webby, I just had a new character concept in my head on the show right now. Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. <laughs> it also, Weekend at Bernie's. Bernie meets Necromancer meets Conqueror from uh fucking Naruto. Oh God. Well, oh, he turns them into a puppet. Yes, he just turns dead people into puppets and uses them to fight for him. All right. So you guys cool had. I, I will say you guys make it back to the inn, uh, keeping your Kenku hostage. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna look over the at the chef and give him like a, pr- a pretty deep bow. I'm like, thank you very much for your help. Oh yes, yes, I'm definitely uh, going to be. Chef smacks Tez with the spoon. I'm gonna be filling out a note. I want to make a donation to the Cosmic Spoon. Chef looks very upset. Walks away. Why he upset? Because the cosmic spoon knows all, and he knows that 
Devin lie. forgot about it. Don't blame Tez for Devin. <laughs> hey, that's a good point. <laughs> I agree with Devin. I'm gonna, as he starts to walk away, I'm going to call out it's, in Celestial. Hey, I don't suppose you know what this P does. Are, are you? Oh, hey. sorry. Oh, I speak Celestial. Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, how many of you fucking speak Celestial here? Not me. I, I used I uh, Comprehend Language last time. I don't know if I... If I... That would have worn off. Okay, if he does, if the chef actually replies, I'm going to use it again. Maybe mm-hmm. shouldn't have told the whole party on language. Why? Man, uh, I know those kind of parties. I w- I'd like to overhear shit y'all didn't want me to hear. Me too. I think I've <laughs> spoken all these around the party except Dwarven. The chef will turn back... And in Celestial, say, uh, (laughs) if you're in need of rest, eat the pea. Ah. Or, thank you. And then they hold up a hand and they're just holding on to a cinnamon roll. Oh, I'll walk up and take the cinnamon roll. Thank you. Tez looks visibly hurt. Like, he looks more hurt than he did when he hit him with the spoon. No, Chef, as soon as you walk up and take the cinnamon roll, Chef looks very concerned and looks very confused, looks down at the empty hand, and back at Quentin, then back at Tez, and then raises their spoon at Quentin. I'll put the pee in his hand. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, I'll put the cinnamon roll. I'll take the pee back and put the cinnamon roll. The grasp the cinnamon roll. Start Sorry. eating it and walk away. <laughs> Damn it, Austin. <clears throat> I didn't think of that, Austin, right. but yep. Alright, so you guys are all back at the inn. Yes. Uh, what, what would you like to do? I can get... Fucking, let me get Shaw out of here. <laughs> what, uh, what time of day is it right now? Fucking Shaw's here. Um, at this point, there was morning. It's probably mid afternoon. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna, fo- I'm gonna follow the chef and gonna just go in there and be like, can I place an order for food? And I'm gonna take out some money. They will hold their spoon out to you. I'll put whatever the cost of a normal day's lunch is at the end. Oh, they just shake their head and say, or they don't say anything. Uh, how much do you put in? Uh, whatever. Let me see. How much do I make it from traveling with them? Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll just put three gold into his, his uh, spoon or whatever. They squint their eyes, pull the spoon back, take the gold out, put it in a pouch, and then they'll just nod at you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sit in the kitchen. Well, well, no, not, I won't. I'll just sit down somewhere here. Okay. And uh, I'll sit here so I can, so I can see them, see the rest of the group. 
So, Talon, you have the Kenku prisoner. Oh, actually, yeah. Webby, can I roll an Arcana check? Or, no, actually. Uh, an Arcana check on the um, the wand I found at the uh, prison. Um, because I don't yes. know what it does, right? You are correct. Uh, you all, you'd have to cast identify. Okay, I can do that too. Well, let me see if I prepared it. I did not. Is it a ritual or no? Identify, yeah. If if it's prepared for you, you can cast it as a ritual. Oh, you have to. I thought if it's a ritual, you you don't have to prepare it for the day. You can just go through the ritual. Yeah, I think. I think for rituals, you can cast them out of your book. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know for yeah. sure. I'm it, just, that, it, it just takes... I thought it was just... You just it takes time, and you can't actually like do it right away. Right. Ten times the length it costs to cast. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, if you, You're going to take the time to do that while your meal's being prepared. Yep. So that's going to be ten minutes. Okay. And then that's what I'm doing for ten minutes then. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I'm going to try to find a place to lock this guy up. Uh, wherever the most secure place I can find is. I don't know um, if it would be an upstairs room or bridge area down here. You can put him next to Tripp's body. <laughs> I don't want to torture him yet. As you're walking away, I'm going to say, you know, if Dom does know this guy, that might be a way to get him to talk to us, because I tried to talk to him on my own, he wouldn't see me. And now that Arthur is not fucking here, we're going to have to deal with him. I need to talk to Andis, too. I have to f- There's so many fucking things to do. Stannis, do you have that s- spell that you can talk to people with? Stannis is just not staring down and doing a ritual. Damn it. He's already doing one of those spells. The Kenku will kind of side-eye over at Talon. And then What's look back down at the floor and then look back over at Talon and say, I, I can. <laughs> I bet you fucking can. You, <laughs> you, you speak of sending? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got a mute, sorry. Hmm. Look, sit down. And I pull out a chair and sit him down. Do you know Dom? I know Dom. Looks around to the party. This guy knows Dom, and he works for the other guys. How do you know Dom? By reputation. Okay, he knows of Dom. Look around to everybody. What reputation does Dom have? A bad one. You wouldn't like that guy. Give me wait, some, uh, ideas. Your friend... He is he is as you say. Uh and then the Kenku will just mimic weasel sounds. Hmm. But see but your your friend Joe told me he holds up a hand. Uh your friend Joe told me that he just needed guidance, that he could be brought back to the light. Hmm. And 
honestly, you got a rat a bad reputation too. Kaku will just nod. So if he's got a bad reputation and you have a bad reputation with us, and he has one with you, does that make him good for us? Talon just fucking looks around, looks over to Astonis, sees he's still doing the spell. Damn it. No. I think he just means he has a bad reputation in general. Yeah. I don't see him being a good guy. But apparently he could be a good guy again. Let me ask you this question. Manipulating an entire city and council so he can eventually take over control of it and be the sole ruler um, above above him? Talk! And I shake the chair. The Kanku the the can- the, the just cocks his head to the side at Tez quizzically. Uh, don't understand question? Okay, Dom weaseled his way under the council in our city. One way or another. Mainly by acquiring valuable real estate. That is what they do. Yeah. Uh, mainly, but shortly after he got on there, it's kind of become a situation where every other council member is either missing or dead, and he's kind of the only one left. They must not see eye to eye. He removed them. So, definitely something he, he would do. That is what they do. Who are they? Uh, While he's thinking about it, I'm going to use... Does does Tez know Zone of Truth? Yeah. I'm going to use Bomb of the Summer's Court. Okay. Does does that do the same thing as Zone of Truth? (laughs) No, it does not, actually. I'm going to spend 3d6 and heal him up. Are you going to heal the Kenku? Yep. Okay. Good cop, bad cop. Um, he'll look at Tez and say, uh, do not know exactly. I was like, how do I get an 18 with 3d6? Um, look at roll 14. <gasps> we, we can see Tez do this, can't we? Yeah. Tez. I like kind of, Talon will kind of. You know, just speak up. Look, you take the limp out of his leg, he maybe his mouth may loosen up a little bit. Oh, uh, that will not fix leg. What's wrong with your leg? Can I look at it? He just gestures towards his leg. Look at his leg. Roll me a medicine check. Medicine check? You'll think I'd be better at making medicine. I'm not terrible at actually. Eh, not the great. Uh... 13. Uh, this looks more like some sort of d- disease or a poison that he was inflicted with. Uh, and the puncture wound looks like a, it was from something small enough to be either like a small dagger or a or an arrowhead. Um, it does look like it has started spreading. Uh, I'm gonna walk up and lay on hands on that. Okay. Instead uh, of giving him hit points, you're gonna remove the the affliction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. So Tez... I can spend five of my pool to do that, and then I'm gonna heal him for the rest. So it'll be twenty hit points after that. 
Okay, so Talon and Tez, you guys will watch as Zambar walks up, places his hands around this wound, and like the black spidery veins from where the poison and disease were well, essentially spreading outward, go back inward, and the wound heals over. Okay, and just not to interrupt you too, I just want to make sure. Um, for because I know I healed him up a little bit. I don't know how hurt he was. Just want to make sure you're not dumping 20, 20 hit points worth of healing. That's true. Even. That's true. What I mean, my whole idea with the 20 hit points was to heal whatever is left of, like, just damage to his leg. So if it's not necessary for the 20, you know. I mean, he's really hurt. I mean, okay. overall. Okay, that's good. Just want to make sure, like, you know, we're not, like, wasting up a bunch of hit points for... I mean, you're right. You're right. But if he can take the healing, I'll heal the leg. Because the whole point was to try to get rid of his limp and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, town will say, well, at least now I feel good when he sits in the cell. <laughs> Zambar kind of shrug and walk back to where he was at. Anyway. Um, who, who are they? Uh, do not know exactly. Uh, people behind the puppet and he arches an eyebrow at you um, and he kind of makes like marionette motions with his hands the people pulling the strings he'll nod you're saying there's a there's a group of people pulling strings behind, strings behind the scenes political power I, I try not to get too involved in that my business is knowledge and acquisitions. And he just slowly win- he winces and kind of looks over at Talon. Hmm. I just, yeah, I don't say anything. I'm just letting Tez do his questioning. I I thank you for my leg. He looks over at Zanpar. He'll just grunt at him. Uh, I can return favor. He looks at Talon. Talon just like looks at him expectingly. Uh, you talked of contacting people. I can contact at least one since you've done me a service. Mm, no. Okay. I don't need it that what, what, bad. What? 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 I don't want his help. Uh, I don't want his him talking to people for me. We're trying to save the city. You know. I, yeah. I, I, I will say it out. I will say everything out loud. And we're working with an enemy of the city. Who? You. I mean, he's more of a game down at him. Hmm. Directly. No. I, I have nothing he, against Karen. You were with the people that made Iroh Canis. Those and they're low-stained people that are at war with Karen. They're working for the enemy. Imprisoned me. Oh. Uh, that still doesn't uh, appease the crimes you did here. Against I, this place. 
against you? You kidnapped the Knight of Cairn. It's not just about me. Hmm. It's a little bit about me, and I uh, look down at Zidane. And him. And Iroh. But it's about Cairn, too. Uh, well, what if we used him for something that's not strategic, uh, strategically important? Like, maybe he can try to get in touch with Arthur for you, or if there's anyone else that's too far outside the city for us to reach that you know. The Kenku will look over at Lucy and then at Tez as soon as Quentin says that. I'll look at Lucy. If you could use him to have we been in contact with some of our friends? I mean, yeah, it's either that or wait until tomorrow and I can. I mean, I'm okay with that. Also, trim your eyebrows. How many people Listen. did he say he could talk to, Webby? I mean, he offered to talk to one since oh, you okay. guys have healed his wound. All right. Uh, right about this time, Astonis, you finish your ritual. You've identified the the wand as a wand of magic missiles. Okay. Did it, I, I didn't hear anything that they were talking about, right? No. Okay. You're kind of in your own little world. So I'm gonna. I'll get up and kind of walk up and like. So, do we, did you guys decide what you're gonna do with him? I'm going to point at uh, Kenku. I think Tez is going to use him to communicate with one of his friends, but he knows about Dom. And he said he doesn't have a good reputation. He's a weasel. I mean, I'm, I'm going to look at Tez and like at everyone like, I think we kind of already knew that. I mean, yeah, for the most part, we knew that. Uh, well, this confirms it. Uh... We had our suspicions. This confirms oh. it. Also, feel pretty good about killing that guy now. Don't feel so bad about it. Uh, he was a he was a hired gun. I mean, so was hey. him. And I'm gonna point out the Kenku, and then I'm like, so was so are we most right. of the time. But that guy attacked me first. Wait, what guy? Who did you kill? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about anyway. it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't they've killed a lot of guys. That's uh, that's what Talon assumes. So he just shrugs. I just like to think that you all think that whatever me whatever me and Anthony go off by me and Asinus go off by ourselves, we're just killing people. That that's the all path right. that we're that's the path that we're going on now. Alright like, guys, we're out. Whatever. We're gonna whatever. We're gonna go hit up the bar. I mean to be fair, to be fair. I think Brenna takes the cake for killing the most innocent people in this group. Yeah, how many hookers does she kill? Too many. Uh, Astonis and me killed uh, orphan kid orcs. Uh, yeah, that's true. I yeah. mean... And Astonis did it on purpose, so... Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Tusk is going to shoot... Tusk is going to shoot both no, of no, you. No, 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 no. Weirdest, you dirtiest that, look. You, you no, that was Austin. That was Austin. Uh-huh. That was Austin. 
You said it. You, you said it using character names. <laughs> I just oh uh, shit! I character. did. Well, I mean, if well, they in were in character, case, I, in I'm that fine. case, I, I, uh, talent. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> it, session. I, I don't have the slightest clue what it is you speak of. These are not the these are happened. not the orphan orphan kids belongings at all. Hold up, let me see, give me a second. One of them's still out there. I know he still has he has Iris loot or whatever. Yeah, I miss him. Uh, so you need someone to send to you sending for someone because I can probably do that. Oh, well. I'll have you send my sending in. Well, I can't do that. I don't think that's a ritual. And I didn't prepare. I can I can do that tomorrow. You're just playing with my heartstrings, so I can do that tomorrow or <laughs> Yeah. But if Te- Tez, if you trust him enough to send your message, that's on you, I guess. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna screw us over. If you well. Don't the you Kenku have to will, know who the Kenku will look. start to say something to Tez and then stop mid sentence and look over at Talon and then just kind of think better of it and just kind of slouch in this chair. Wait, Webby, don't you have to be familiar with the person you're trying to talk to for sending? Uh, you have to have a vague idea. Right, but so he has to have an idea of who Tez wants to speak to, right? Yeah. So just telling him who he is is enough? You don't know. Okay. I actually want to see if this works. This will help me use my spell. I'm going to let Lucy and then figure that out. Lucy's running logistics on contacting people. Uh, The Kenku will kind of, in a very hushed whisper, um... Talon, you'll be the only one who could hear this. Uh, the Kenku will say, I could just go get your friends for you. I like... Put, put, he's talking about Lucy, uh, Lucy and... Tez's and yeah, Tez's friends. Friend. Yeah. Tez's friend. Alright, he's not talking about Arthur. Okay. He said he could get him. But he can't leave. Tez. I can't let him leave. How can you get them anyways? Uh, how okay. can you get them? Okay, let me ask you this question, Talon. And I want you to answer honestly. What's more important? Getting two or three more allies here that can help us fight and letting him go or keeping him here and risk not having them here? What if he's lying? What if he's just saying that to leave? Then we're back at square one where we were. It's, it, we really don't lose anything big. Uh, I look down. The chance he's right, then, hey, we gained something here. Off chance we were not right, well, he's on the run again, and I'm sure you'll find him again in however many more years and go to the same song and dance all over again, because it sounds like it's happened multiple times. Kenku will look over at Talon and just say, I understand not trusting. You could come with. Keep eye on. 
He wants you to keep his ion particles safe. Just hold it to his ion particles. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm leaving. Bye. I'm I'm, I'm right behind you. Don't feel bad. <laughs> Alright. This is uh, science talk. Alright. I'll go with him then. Uh, he'll start to stand up and he'll look over at Tez and Lucy. And he'll say, uh... Hold on. Uh... Saber and Scrap first, or Navara? He knows your people. He knows everything. And Talon just kind of rolls his eyes, walks over towards Ambar. He's going to look at Talon and he says, my business is knowledge. I'll look over at... And uh, acquisitions. This just happens to fall (laughs) into both categories. Uh... I look over at uh, Lucy. Say, uh, out of the list, who do you think is going to be the most difficult? Probably Navara. So we should probably. Uh, I'd say let's give her some warning first. I'd say go go for saber and scrap first. Okay. And I can. I can together like a big team and recruit her. Like, hey, we're getting the gang back together. She's going to be overwhelmed with heartfelt emotions and accept it right away. Well, you have a high bar for this. I mean, optimism is usually not my strong fit. You haven't been around for a while, Tess. Optimism is usually not my strong fit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was the optimistic spunky guy back in the day. I understand. Trust me. I get it. All right. So the Kenku will look at you. I guess Scrag. Scrap and Saber? Yep. I say Scrag. Scrap. He'll nod. He'll go over and grab like a piece of bread off of the table and start crumpling it up in his hands. And Uh, he's... Do you stop him? Oh, is is he starting to cast? Yeah, he's walking over towards you and he's starting to make like a sigil on the ground using the breadcrumbs. Well, I, like, do, do I recognize the spell that he's about to cast? <clears throat> Roman Arcana check. And while uh, he was what talking with while he was talking with Tez, I would have went over to like Quentin and Zambar and I'm, I'll say uh guys, I'm pretty beat up. Uh do you have any you know, magics that could help me before I go on this thing? I think they wasted it on the Kinku. Hmm. Yeah, I look at him and I just look back and like, um, yeah. Uh, with a with that Arcana roll, you don't recognize this particular sigil. You're injured. Okay. Yeah. I can help little, so I'll use one reflection point. Summon my my reflection, then. Uh, well, that gives you temporary hit points, but I don't know if you're going to get in trouble that soon before they would wear away. It's probably not. I'll um, cure then, wounds on him, maybe. 
my mirror image smashes into you. Okay. All right. So at the same time as this mirror image comes running over and just smashes into you, uh, Zanbar places a hand on your shoulder and also casts Cure Wounds. Yeah, I'm going to do it at third level. So uh, 2DA plus 3. Do I roll that or does he? You do. I like to think like somebody's going to be down on the ground like prone and... Quentin's gonna go heal them. He's gonna just swan dive off a table and just like, <laughs> like a Hardy Hardy Boys flip off the top rope. Yep. <laughs> just just, just splashes in light and just oh healing, yay! Uh, this. Let's talk about this for a second, guys. <laughs> yeah. How the many lowest possible roll? I'm I'm gonna need those ten pit points too. Although uh, you said that was at third level, so it should have been one more D8, shouldn't it? Is it one Zero. or two D? One D8 I plus. I think it's oh, one yeah, it should be one more it's first. Yeah. Roll an eight. Roll an eight, Danny. If you roll yeah, one, that's quitting, not going to happen. Game. If you roll one, I'm quitting the game. <laughs> well, there you go. That's good. So 28 plus my wiz mod is a five. 11. <laughs> 33. Oh, 33 for me. He, he wins. He wins. <laughs> but his are temp, though. I don't know when they go. No, that's, that's a full heal. No, oh, that's uh, a heal. Yep. Yeah. Okay, nice. The temp ones are, let's see. Call to action. Temporary hit points equal to your reflectionist level plus your wisdom. Okay, so that's 19 temps. That's dope fucking power. Nice. All right. Oh, yeah. I'll walk back over to this little symbol. All right. Uh, you see him reach underneath, like the arm of his robe that he's wearing. I'll give, I'll give the Kenku the nineteen because I can do up to three creatures with that, so he'll get nineteen temps too. Okay. And Zanbar, I suppose. <laughs> is it da- is that Dane down? I don't nice. Think oh yeah, I can do Zidane, I suppose. He did. He uh, doesn't have any. He's not down any hit points. Oh, okay. So yeah, Zanbar, you can have nineteen temps. So you see him reach underneath his robe, and he gives a quick jerk, and then he produces a black feather that he just ripped from his arm. Uh, And he kind of blows on it, and it begins hovering in place. And uh, he motions for you to step within the circle of breadcrumbs that he made. Alright, right before I do, I lift a tusk and give like a little nod. And he holds out his hands palm up towards you. Do I have to put my hand on his? He just stares at you. Do you ask him that? No, I just uh, whistle to Zidane and like walk towards him. And, uh, I guess if he has his hands, I start to put him over him. Okay, and then he'll kind of grab a hold of your hands, and as soon as you do, this feather twirls around and floating in space, uh, and you two just seemingly, to everybody else, it looks like you guys warp into the feather, like you just distort and twist uh, and just a blink of an eye later you're standing in a city um, you're underground currently but you hear lots of cheering and boos and 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 laughing like from a large crowd um, and you look around and you're in what looks like a like a holding pen or or like but, but with weapons as well, like a barracks kind of. Uh, and 
a car starts looking around and then he motions for you. He's this way, this way. And, uh, he starts just parting through these people. Uh, the people, some of the people down here, there's, it's not too crowded, but they all look like, like gladiator combat stuff, like from Spartacus. Okay. Okay. Is that that? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, and as you guys make your way th- to the other side of this room, you will see roll perception check. Uh, Damn it. All right. You're going to see a small figure, uh, much smaller than the other gladiators that are in this room. Uh, cause like these guys, there's everything from like, Goliaths in here to really stocky dwarves, uh, and they're all like arming themselves and putting like helmets on and stuff. You see this small little figure, and you can't help but start thinking of like Sfax almost. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds you of him. Uh, his his armor consists of what looks like tools. Like there's the head of a shovel. Uh, on one part of his body, uh, there's like a, a, a frying pan. He, he's actually holding two frying pans with like the handles are ground down to points. Uh, and he, he gestures, he points. And then he, he gives like a, uh, what sounds like a bird, but not one that you can recognize. And this small figure looks up and then starts laughing and rushes over and uh, high fives this Kenku. <laughs> hmm. Um, do this you speak? Do you speak? Speak. No, nah, they start. They start talking in a language that you don't understand. Uh, and then he looks. The Kenku look at you and nod. Yes. Yes, it is. This is uh, this is Scrap. Scrap, this is Talon. This is Tez's friend. Nice to meet you, Scrap. Put out a hand. Uh, he takes off his helmet, and it's a kobold. Oh. And he extends his hand. Uh, I will drop the token onto the board just so you can see Scrap. This is Scrap. Oh, hey, Scrap. <laughs> Nice. That's pretty um, badass, dude. Uh, they converse again momentarily in what you now probably perceive to be like a cobalt language. Uh, and then a car will turn and look at you and say, one more stop for, right. for other friend. Let's uh, go. Again, he does the same thing. Um, and I lean down to scrap and say, you got to put your hand. It's not a big deal. <laughs> They'll just nod. Uh, he plucks another feather and does the same sort of thing. You guys all hold hands and you twist and, uh, you show up on the outside of what looks like a, an inn, and the smell of fish is heavy in the air. Uh, it's downpouring. It's severe thunderstorms out right now. You guys are standing outside. Uh, roll me another perception check, Talon. 
Okay. As you're looking around to, you know, see where you are, maybe you've been here, nothing looks familiar. Uh, you turn away from the inn, and there's a large lake. Uh, probably uh, like 500 yards or so down a small little dirt path. Uh, and this is a substantial-sized lake. But what really stands out to you is you catch it out of the corner of your eye. There is a giant floating island above this lake. Hmm. Uh, and with a 19, you actually see I docked for all intents and purposes next to this floating island is a familiar airship. Fucking Fritz. Uh, and a car will gesture for you and starts walking into the inn. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, when you do, there's maybe five people in this inn. Uh, they're all kind of keeping to themselves, and he gestures over in the corner. And when you look, there is a large white tiger tabaxi sitting at a corner table, just minding his own business, reading a book. And Sfax will just immediately run over, or not Sfax, uh, Scrap will immediately run over and start like rattling the chairs and shaking the table. Uh, they start interacting, and then a car will turn to you and say, now home, or now to your home. Um, how long is, do you have a certain amount of time before you, that airship out there, I think I know the guy that is driving it. And I need to talk to him. Mm. He'll gesture for you to follow him. Follow. Uh, he will place his hand on your shoulder, and you'll feel like a like a static discharge almost. Mm. And then you'll start levitating off the ground. Say, go. Just be quick. I'm going to, like, pause there for a second and look down at him. You wish I come too? Yeah. Uh, yes. And I, like, reach a hand down. I can carry you if you need me to. They'll kind of reach out and kind of grab your arm. Like, I'll do a thing, try to throw him over my shoulder. Yep. All right. Here we go. Nope. You'll fly up to the airship. I drop him, and I get up high. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> he no. casts Featherfall. <laughs> All right, you'll get up to the airship. Uh, I land on the ship near the, um, near the wheel. All right, when you get up to the ship, uh, looking onto the island now, mm -hmm. you will see massive bright white like alabaster walls with what looks like a very large mansion and i don't say large as in just it's uh, like several rooms it's everything just seems bigger the doors seem bigger the windows seem larger like it, it's meant for like some sort of giant almost uh also you'll see very colorful fruit trees 
planted out front. Uh, but as you land on the ship, Fritzel is sitting on it, uh, talking to a f- what you can only imagine to be a faceless, featureless mannequin. Fritzel Copperbow. What? Well, how'd you get on my ship? I flew. Well, if you, you flew, you don't need the ship. Austin, the correct answer to that is, this is my ship. Damn it. I was thinking about that the whole time I was coming oh. up here. I was like, I'm going to no. fucking work that you in. Wait, you wait until I tell Astonis you can fly. You don't need the ship. We're cutting you out. No, you get... Astonis needs his ship. It's not his ship. It's his ship. We're partners. So it's y'all's ship. I told you I was visiting a friend. This is your friend? Uh, point at the mannequin. No, the mannequin's not my friend. My friend's inside. Well, why are you talking to this thing if it's not your friend? Because he had questions. I look at it. It's just lifeless, just sitting there. Look, there's a lot of shit going on. We could have used this thing. All right. Is it done? No. Oh. Do you need me now? Yes. All right. I'll I'll leave in the morning. All right. Well, I hope you make it back before we die. Hmm. Then I'll have the whole ship to myself. Nope. Oh. Come on, Austin. Think of me before you talk. Hmm. Where? Sardane's not gonna where, die. where do you guys need me? Cairn. Oh, man, that's a, that's kind of a travel. Well, start now. Are you done here? Uh, he just picks up the mannequin and kind of throws it overboard. Fine. See if you can go by Renesta. Where are we? I look uh, at a car. A car. Where where did you bring us? Uh. Fisherman's Wharf. Fisherman's Wharf. Oh. Swing by Renesta first and just check it out. You understand Renesta's after Cairn. Fritzel! Okay, okay, okay. He just throws his hands up in the air. Damn it. Just make sure you look around, you know, on your way. If you see anything suspicious, write it down. Let us know. Uh out of the corner of your eye, you're going to see a, a floating creature. It looks like a small beholder, almost. And Fritzl's going to kind of walk over in front of it and say, go tell the big guy. I got to leave early. Duty calls. Thanks for the wine. He lets out a burp and throws, uh, unhitches the rope, or the chains, actually. And, uh, walks over behind the wheel. Alright. Pat him. It's good to see you, Fritzel. Don't touch me. Okay. Do you have any more of those things? What things? Booms. I gave you enough. You you didn't give me any. Well, it's because you're not part owner of the ship. Yeah, I am. I helped win this ship. Astonis says otherwise. Stannis doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, wait until I tell him. I'm going to tell him you stole. You told me this wasn't his ship. He Be careful. How. You don't know how it works. You can't stay at our inn. Come on, a car. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Car just grabs a hold of your arm again. I guess you just j- jump off. Yeah, free fall. <laughs> Whew. Okay. What the fuck um, do you think I'm gonna go on that island for? That thing was cool. As like we're going down, I'm gonna have to write that so. in my places to visit again. So you guys go back down to the inn. Um, at this point, you see that the the tabaxi has gathered his things. You figure that he had talked to Scrap and now knows what's going on. Well, uh, get to him. I'll say Talon Night Brace. What uh, I Saber. Uh, my friends call me Saber. Uh, Saber Swiftpaw. Hmm. Uh, and a car then plucks another feather, does the same ritual. You guys all grab hands, and only moments really have gone by back at the inn before a car, Talon, Scrap, and Saber all show back up inside the inn. Uh, Tez, you see your old you friends. Array, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, here he is. Boom. So for those of you, that's Saber. King. Monk that actually hit stuff. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, and Scrap will immediately run over to Tez and Lucy dropping his iron his frying pan weapons and kind of grabbing them both in a large yet very small tiny hug I will hug him back This has been a Distractions Media podcast, and for more info, you can follow everything we do at distractionsmedia.com. Well, yeah, yeah you guys. Well, yeah, you guys. Well, of course. Kenku with antlers. What the fuck? What the fuck? That was the second time around. Oh, that's gonna be a nightmare to edit. Hello, hello. Ed Quist, you're not gonna be just hear every Robin voice. What? What? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be a nightmare to edit. Ed Quist, mute. Ed Quist, mute. I am muted. No, you're not. No way. We can do it. If you thought you were muted, why would you talk? He explained it. <laughs> no, because my phone was in my cup holder. I just yelled out loud that it is muted. Well, I guess it could have been a lot worse if he thought he was muted. <sighs> Maybe we'll just leave it in. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> what were we saying? So, what you, are we yes. doing?